AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Boulay Cab Show special guests in the building. We have Division, ladies and gentlemen. What, what up, what up, what up, what up? Well, first of all, I want to say uh, on behalf of... Uh, Men all over the place that aren't me, because I, I can't relate to this particular record. And why are you speaking on their behalf? Because I have friends who relate uh, strongly uh, to this record. Strong. This record is very, very uh, appreciated by the male demographic in the world. Is this something that you guys, I mean, obviously personal experience you went through and you're like, yo, this, how, how come we don't have one of these? Yeah, I mean, I mean. Tell us uh, how much of a piece of shit you are. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the record is not It's not what you guys are taking it as First and foremost Well, so, I mean, the hook is very uh, factual though the, the, Everything in the, in the record is factual I'm saying like if I, if I Just because I get caught cheating yeah. I mean, I don't love you Right, because yeah. when, when you break it down Cheating is it's not about that For a lot of people mm. When they're cheating it's Men not. specifically A lot of men specifically relate mm. to it, right? Correct um, But we've heard from women too And there's a lot of girls that are like Yo, I, I kind of just wanted to go out there and fuck or i got you know i got caught up in the situation or i felt low about myself mm. i wanted to feel sexy again and this person over here made me feel that way mm. you know i didn't stop loving my person the moment i the moment i was finished i felt like fuck what did i just do mm. you know that that feeling so i've i i've been on i think we've both been on probably both sides of that that fence yeah. both of you guys have cheated and been cheated on I, I think I've been cheated on. I'm not. I don't have the. You don't floor. know for sure. I, I, oh, I, then you don't know. See, I, yeah, it's I don't know, but it looks. <laughs> it, it looks. It looks suspect. Before? Yes, I had a yeah. god awful, terrible dumpster fire of a human being as a baby mother. So, wow. mm, shout out to her. Dumpster fires. Are She's crazy. a fucking terrible person. <laughs> She's somewhere probably doing heroin right now. I don't know. I fuck that bitch. Anyway, I have my son. That's all that matters. Um. Anyway. Uh. So yeah. So like. 
who was this your idea? Okay, so let me break it down. <clears throat> we have been working on this album with Jermaine Dupri mm-hmm. real closely. Darn be God. Um, there you go. Salute. What up, JD? Um, we walked into the studio, um, and he's literally opens the door singing that chorus. Oh. Opens the door to that I can't hate it. I don't mean I don't love you. And I was like, what? And I was like, oh my God, that's exactly what I want to say in life. And I was like, I've never heard somebody just say, it was so, it's, it's put so simply, but it's a, it's a deep thought. 100%. Right? And so I, we walk in. Brian Michael Cox is already messing around with Jesus some, some Christ, beats. just legendary fucking yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Already just, you know, he's going at it. Um. 19 has the idea to be like, yo, what if we flip some of our old ideas where we used to put like girl choirs on stuff Mm -hmm. and make it men, a whole bunch of guys this time. So that way it can, you know, help (laughs) express that this isn't, this is a thought that seemed, that feels universal. Right. A lot of people can relate to this. So I thought that was genius. And I sat down and I wrote this, these verses. Now, these verses have been highly taken out of, uh, Perspective, I think. Okay. On people's first, maybe second or third. Would you say there's a little misunderstanding about the meaning? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm writing about a guy that's in a relationship where the his partner starts to feel like maybe they're cheating on them, Mm. and I'm writing this from the perspective of someone who's like, "Yo, everything you, everything that attracted you to me, has now turned into your insecurities," right? That happens a lot. Happens a lot. A lot. Guys and girls. Yeah. Right? So it's like you you liked me for for who I was, for being fly, for being a good looking dude, for being, mm-hmm. you know, funny, <clears throat> cool, whatever, all these things. But now because as soon as I leave the crib, it's now an issue. Yeah, yeah, you want me to Yeah, why yeah, you dressed yeah, up? Exactly. Exactly. Why you got a brand new shirt on? Exactly. Where you going? Where you going? You yeah. know? Oh, you're going over there. Oh, you're gonna oh, you're gonna be what, talking in all these these, these hoes' faces. You gotta be the, the life of the party. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you met me this way. You liked me because of these things. Mm-hmm. You always liked being around my energy, all these things like that. And now it's turned into this. Now you're digging through phones and you know, checking Instagram followers and you know, all mm-hmm. that stuff right there. So right. that's the perspective that I'm writing about it. So people hear me say, I'm a fly nigga when you got here, charismatic when you got here, and they're thinking, Oh, he's telling the girls like he was fly, you should have already know I'm gonna be fucking these hoes or something. Whatever. But right. it's like that's not what I was saying. I was saying I was these things and now Well that's also a up. very important thing to convey because a lot of people feel that way. What, that I was flying I was already fucking these hoes? No. That oh, sorry, when you get into a relationship, like you said, it always happens whether it's the guy or the girl. Yeah. When you think about it, a lot of dudes will meet a chick in the club who's fucking beautiful, fucking ass out, whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, that's how you met this girl. That's what attracted 100%. you to her. Exactly. Now that you cuffed her, like you can't get mad because she's going out with her homegirls. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's that's the perspective that I wrote the verses from. And then I was like, it gets into the the, the the idea of, okay, so now you're now you're doing the digging through the phone shit. Are you trying to find a problem or are you trying to find an actual reason to leave? And then comes the, because, and why would, why would you want to leave when even if, hypothetically, I was to cheat on you, it wouldn't be because all of a sudden I just lost my feelings for you and I, I, I don't love you anymore. Right. It would be probably because I just did something super selfish, super right. self-indulgent, super, you know, me being a dickhead, me being an asshole, short-sighted, you know, stroking my ego, yeah. all these other things. And I think that's the mis- a big misconception with people about why people cheat. And that's why we wanted to bring it to the table. It's usually not 
about the other person, especially with guys. Sometimes, sometimes you hear women say, you know, that, you know, that they only did it because there was a lack of something or a void or right. an emotional disconnect, whatever it they is. They were getting something in their relationship. They went to so go find it. it. But guys, especially a lot of guys, I know girls too, but a lot of guys commonly, you, we can hear that, yo, they have the girl they want. Right. <laughs> They're, this is just literally had nothing to do with them. I mean, if you think about like uh, all of the... Like Halle Berry's been cheated on, you know what I'm saying? Like, and girls say that. And girls are like, "How do you cheat on this person?" And honestly, every guy gets it. Honestly, I, mean, I think with guys, guys, we think more, Beyonce got cheated on. We think. Yeah, I think with guys, the more you have that you actually wanted, the less you feel inclined to stay because we're used to chasing. Mm. So we're used to looking for the other things. So you, if you actually have everything at home, I feel like there's a twisted thing that happens in guys where they start being like. Something's oh, missing. Me, like I missed me, the chase. Yeah, I'm not doing what my what I feel yeah, like. My nature just pushes mm-hmm. me to do, or the weight, right or you know. It, and, and mind you, it's 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 not something that we can't control. It's something that we can't just say no to. But it's something that a lot of people fall into, right? And I don't think that when they do, it's talked about enough that a lot of times it's not because they just don't love you anymore. It's because of some other issues that they probably gotta work out maybe they maybe they need to feel more desired maybe their self-esteem's a little low and this is how they boost it maybe right. this is an ego thing maybe this maybe they haven't i don't know whatever it is a, just a, you know addiction to the chase like you're saying so and women at times have an addiction to chasing down your phone and trying to just find something to fight about even if you're not cheating right yeah. and and so <laughs> that is really that, <laughs> i like that i like when you know <laughs> use what's going on here to, sh- to shoot out there yeah but <laughs> nah um <laughs> I really feel like I really feel like that's the conversation that we wanted to put on the table and and know that we wanted people to l- let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah. Because no one t- no one wants to talk about it. Everyone wants to act so like it's so taboo. And I think that that's what made the record really go and is making the record really go is the fact that it's so real. And it's like hella uh, underserved niche of the, like in R&B Mm-hmm. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, I feel like we don't have like an anthem like that. There's never been. And men enjoy R&B. I love R&B. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like there's so much scorned woman music. Yeah, there's not many songs that I feel like speak to this demographic that's embraced it so well. Just like every man in the world except me, obviously. <laughs> yeah, There you go. 100%. Yeah. Nah. So the Jermaine Dupri thing, obviously, JD, one of the greatest producers of all time, but specifically when it comes that's- to the R&B shit, he's... <clears throat> I mean, I don't know, man. He might be the goat, you know? I mean, you think of confessions and I mean, shit. JD's that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. What was the initial like uh, link up with JD and like having him handle a lot of the reins on the project? It, it, it wasn't supposed to be that on, on first meetup. We were really just meeting my, our um, management team just set up, you know, me going through to go say what up to him. Right. Meet Jermaine Dupree. And, you know, fast forward, two, three days, and it's like, you know, we're, we're together every day. Right. You know, we talk every day. We, You know, the relationships turn from hero to, you know, big bro shit. Yeah. You know, like, I don't think there's a day that goes by where we're not calling or texting about whatever it is, you know, at this point. What is something that you guys learn creatively from JD? Because, you know, when you're, like, that prolific, I feel like, I'm sure a lot of the stuff he does just seems, like, effortlessly, but at the end of the day, you could probably grab from... Oh, being around I think it is like that. that. I think it is that though. Everything he does seems so effortless, 
that when we're with him, he's always telling us we're thinking too hard. Mm. He'll be the first to be like, bro, you're thinking about this way too hard. Like, if you haven't got it by now, either move on or it's that thing right there. Uh. You know, so that's his, like, hit formula. He can tell you in, like, 10 seconds, yeah, that's going to go. 100%. Nah, that's not the one. It's the craziest thing with him. Yeah. And, and it, it, it really shows in this record because what I like to say that I think he's great at is, is real genius. And what I, what I mean by that is there's a level of genius that I think that is for intellect, intellectual people to catch. Mm-hmm. But I think there's another higher tier where even if you're not smart, you still recognize the genius, mm. right? And he's a way that like finds a way of making everything genius so simple. Well, that's that, like, like a, a kid hit record, can get it, right? Yeah, and that's that what I'm saying. Record. He's just yeah, like he's just great at that. Hit records supposed to be palatable to everybody. They should be right. Yeah. Exactly. So, and I think that we've always, I think that's something that we really um, could have always used some of that. Because I think sometimes we've made like almost higher intellectual. R&B even in yeah, the past. Yeah, it's just like... We gotta, th- we gotta think... Oh, we really listen to too this. intelligent sometimes, the music, mm. from, from our perspective. And I think he was very clear with us about like, yo, whatever you guys have been doing is beautiful music, but let's make things that kind of go across the board. Like, people need to understand it on the most basic level. They don't need to be able to... They don't have to like break it down to be like, well, this, this, and this happened. That's why That it's tied great. into this line over you here. Know, that right. is, you know, it's sometimes if someone just can just stop you and just be like, yo... Exactly what you said there. Just leave it like that. Mm. He's great at that. And Not um, overthinking it. Exactly. And he's like, yo, for the spot in R&B that you want to go take and that I can see that you you have what it takes to go take that, this is the way to go. It's like no different than like, you know, like, I don't know, Kendrick Lamar and like <laughs> Section 80, which is fucking one of my favorite Kendrick projects, mm-hmm. right? But then on Good Kid Mad City, he like put some like hit, he put some thought into like, you know, yeah. some hits, I guess. And then he, yeah. on Damn, he took it even Oh further. my God, he took it way further for sure. He also was like, to Pimp a Butterfly, he said, fuck it, I'm doing me. <laughs> yeah, Damn, that's though. True. He that's got true. to it, you know what I'm saying? That's true. By so the way, that's my, To Pimp a Butterfly is my favorite Kendrick album for the record. Is it? Yes. But uh, yeah, how do you guys like the new Kendrick album? I think it's such a like beautiful piece of art that I I only feel like I can play it in specific moments. Like I I don't feel like I can play it at all times. I have to like be ready to just like you know I I felt like that for about a week yeah. and now it's like now you run it just rich spirit. I just like throw that shit on and work yeah, out. Yeah, there's certain records like, like uh, I definitely rich spirit. I can throw it on savior. Anytime. There's some shit on there. There's some shit. I feel like when it first came out, I was kind of like. Damn, what do I like bang though? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but now I'm like going back. I listen to that shit a lot. I listen to that shit when I work out. That's why if I could li- if I could work out to sh- to your shit, I feel like I could hear it on like on the radio or like hear it in the car. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like you got to sit. It's, it's I feel like more than most albums in the last 4 or 5 years you got to really like You got to sit with it. And you got I feel like it gets better every time you listen to it. I'm sure it, it should. As, as art should. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Um so you guys also did a was it last year you did the Ty Dolla Sign project? Yeah. Last year, yeah, we did a mixtape with Ty. Um shout out to Ty. Shout out to Ty. One of the greats. Um you guys have two albums out, correct? We had we just dropped our third right before that. Before the Ty shit? Before, before the Ty. Okay, before okay. the Ty mixtape, yeah. Um yeah, you, I always feel like with the OVO thing, right? It's like do you ever feel like it, there's like a, a gift and a curse of being with OVO? Because at the end of the day, Drake is the biggest artist in the world. He's one of the most talented artists in the world. Um, and I feel like I appreciate his ear for who he signs to the label because there's always like high. I mean, I wouldn't say always. 
but for the most part, high artistic integrity. When I think of like Majid Jordan and you guys, um, I feel like he also is allowing people to develop like artist developments, like a real thing at OVO, if that makes sense. Yeah, for but sure. at the same time, that takes time. And when you're signed to Drake, people probably expect you to just come out swinging with like, you know, fucking hit records and Drake features I and all this shit, you know, Drake is people look at his, what he does for features and what he does for the, the label mm. as two separate things. And they expect the same things. I think it's different. I think him jumping on a record versus him signing you, his mental approach to that is just completely different. I think like he might find a record and be like, cool, I'm going to just hop on this wave, come on, come on there, drop this, yeah. drop, drop this, elevate this record. and They call you know, it the Drake that. Stimmy package. The, the, yeah, the Stimmy, right? Yes. Whereas I think with artists that, that he's involved with, you know, the business of signing, I think that he likes to be like, this person's dope. Give them, a, give them what they need. This person's dope. You know, give them what they need versus the approach that he takes when he's just like, I'm jumping on a record. Right. I just feel like it's like dope because I, you'll see like artist development happening at OVO. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. it's not always like the, the cheat code is like, let me just get on a song knowing what that's going to do. Well, that's also and, the easiest way for people to fail. You I know, mean, if, if you take an artist that's not in the Drake position, right? You give them the Drake, and then, and, and, then, yeah. and then, insert what? name here, <laughs> who's no longer relevant. Exactly, there you go. You know, and and that's why we've always been really appreciative of the way that he's embraced things and let us kind of develop on our own. Path right. and figure that out. At the same time, like we still can go back and forth with records or ideas, and that's how we ended up on the Views album. Mm -hmm. Or that's how he's had songs that he's written, and he'll throw it to us and be like, "Yo, what do you think of this record? You want to do something with it?" Or you know, and there's always been that freedom, but there's never the pressure to feel like you guys don't have to do the Drake way of doing things, right, right. or you don't have to do it the way. The traditional like label process mm. would be not only that but it, i think it helps every artist on the label kind of own own their brand mm. right that's smart yeah because i think that division like we have our we definitely have our own brand our and your fans, own fan, cult our, following our following and our fans it's our, independent know, symbol, of everything it's yeah. independent of anything yeah so i i love that we've been able to 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 have the space to do that and to be you know, successful in doing that. What was his reaction when he heard this record? We haven't we haven't talked to anybody since we dropped. <laughs> Jesus, bro, on, we literally been in the tunnels since. just trying to get this album done so justice over there doesn't kill mm. us. Um, but we literally haven't talked to anybody. Sent to no, we don't. We literally locked in the studio, <clears throat> cooked up, and popped our head out to drop this. And th even this record, why we popped our head up to drop this is because we've been inviting people. To hear to, to the studio mm -hmm. just to you know hear things yeah and every time we played that record the whole room would burst into argument for like half an hour an hour yeah. at a time so we're like yo what is happening and every guy felt like liberated some women are like yeah you know what i get that you know it's honest some girls are like oh it's a bop some girls are like i'm, I'm, I'm triggered you know i'm, I'm mad oh it's a trigger you know the, 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 there's the it, and then we're just like yo what is happening this has right. never happened with a song like this and mm -hmm. so because of that we just we, we got to get this thing out. We, this is also the first album Toronto. that we've done outside of Toronto. You, know, you guys do? Where you guys doing in Atlanta? Yeah, everything's we're been in JD Studios. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. 
Whose idea was it? Was it your idea or JD's idea to sample Jay? The, the, the Jay-Z? It was both of us because me and JD were joking about how ridiculous that line, that line is. is yeah. It's like, yo, that's a crazy line. What if we use it? And then I was like, I don't really think I can do that. He's like, why? I was like, I don't think we're going to get that cleared. He's like, I'll handle the clearance stuff. You just sample however you see, like how you see that fitting in the record and I'll do the rest. And he, he did. He took care of it. Hove cleared it. Hove cleared it. I mean, and it's 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 cool because I I saw I actually saw the like uh, I think the text conversation or whatever that that came out about hopefully, and I didn't hear the records yet. So when I heard it, I was like, "Oh shit! They they use that, <laughs> and it, it's perfect for the uh, for the song. Yeah, yeah. It, it works. It's it was exactly what we needed. Because again, to say something like that, you, you know, again, you're you're in your full ego at that moment yeah. to be able to tell somebody like. Just yeah, I was just I was just doing that. Like I, right. I was coming right back and thinking that that's okay. What percentage right. are we done with the album, or is it done, or is it close? It's like ninety seven, ninety seven, ninety eight. You guys get Ursher on the album. I mean, you're gonna have to wait and see. Honestly, oh, Ursher, Ursher on the remix at least. Yo, I said you're gonna have to wait and see. Mm. That feels like a yeah. <laughs> yeah, you said yeah because of Usher. That feels like that was a, a yeah. nice connection there. Oh. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. What about the brat? I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> that would be That's random crazy. as fuck. No, you just I, have like the so so the so so deaf bass all stars like on like the last song. You know she what I mean? Has heard the record though. I've seen her like Bone Crusher, Lil Bow Wow. Huh? What she said? She no, she was just like, oh, this record is so fire. Crazy, like, brat. Yeah, the brat. Shout out the brat. Shout out the brat. Functified was incredible. Shout out to her. Yeah. So first album outside of Toronto, right, or just Canada in general. What part are you guys both from Toronto? You're from Toronto. I keep hearing about Toronto. I hear it's amazing, man. You gotta come. You have I, to. I heard it's Let's like make a, it a trip. Yeah, I heard it's a vibe. Yeah. yeah. Everybody I know from you guys are just the nicest people. <laughs> we are though. Canadians are just so sweet, man. <laughs> I don't know a, one dickhead who's a Canadian. Now you guys probably do because you're from there. But <laughs> all the Canadians I come into contact seem to be sweet guys. Yeah. Yeah. What is? Why is that? I don't think that's accurate. So well, <laughs> why is it? The, I, I I just feel like is it because there's like fucking you know uh, free healthcare, free healthcare, less to stress about. I think, I think we're just no. less aggressive people in general. I yeah, think, I think that you guys call ham Canadian bacon. No, there's ham. No, Canadian bacon is a certain type. No, I don't know the about that. Not, <laughs> yeah, a, no, not no. a Papa John's. You get that Papa John's. You say ham. We got Canadian bacon, and it comes in its ham. I know a lot of people. I gotta say this because I'm sure Toronto people will see this. I know a lot of Toronto people. That feel the complete opposite about Toronto versus the states. I'm actually like everyone from the U.S. is nice, super nice. Really? And Have you ever been to like nice. I don't know, fucking Tennessee or Mississippi no, or something? No. See, that's what I'm saying. Maybe I haven't been. You've been to like places, Cali, Atlanta, been, Atlanta, Houston. Well, go to York. the middle of America. Yeah, see, that's, yeah. That's what I'm saying that's different. So, but I'm saying the places that I go, mm. the the the. People that I meet, as right. far as especially in comparison to the black community in Toronto, it's mm. way more love, especially in the South and stuff like that, mm. amongst them versus than it is in Toronto. And I think it's the southern hospitality. Ha- it's, it, I think it's also the the, the 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 to get all deep. But I think no, really, I know not to get all deep. Jesus, but I think it's that. <laughs> I think it's the fact that I think it's the fact that um people have always there's always been like and, and the, just the racism idea right. of it all. Um, has kind of made black people kind of feel to other black people like, oh, you're one of us. Right, 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 right. You know? And in, in Toronto, it's a lot of the island culture. Mm-hmm. Like the Jamaican and island culture kind of runs that. And island people are just, 
you know they have their own attitude about them at all times they kind of that's kind of what they are like well, I, have no, I have no comment yeah so. okay cool. well <laughs> when you get there you could you'll, you'll, you'll yeah you'll, i won't even make a down. comment then <laughs> everybody's nice <laughs> yeah the world's nice <laughs> How do you feel about uh, you guys have Justin Trudeau running your country? And I know that like there's like a crazy like I know people fucked with him and then COVID happened. And it seems like he's I, I don't how do y'all feel about this guy? I, 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 I think COVID made everything different. Uh -huh. You know, I, I won't say better or worse. I think it made things different. And this was one of the few times that the world looked at Canada as not being like one of the leaders as far as the way things were handled. Right. You know, I think people always look to Canadians like, oh, the way they do it up there is they got, you know, they got all yeah, they get stuff, the healthcare they got their and stuff together. Yeah. And this was one of the hockey. few times where it seemed like we weren't necessarily the front runner as far as how certain things were handled. Even right now, the airports are crazy. And, you know, there shouldn't be that much of a difference between uh, even us in the States as far as how we've... Um, kind of transitioned out of COVID. COVID well, yeah. I don't know if we have transitioned out. I think we're coming right back into it. I mean, you guys have been in Atlanta. You guys know it don't exist there. What? <laughs> no no comment. How many, how many okay. meals have you guys curious. shared at a strip club in the last 12 months in Atlanta? No comment. At least one, right? Oh, yeah. At least. at least. Yeah. Blue Flame got great wings. That's one of the strip clubs I actually still haven't gone to yet. There's like a there's a strip club there that plays terrible music. Uh, it's like Nickelback and like Creed. Oh, and I know exactly what you're but talking they got about. Good lamb chops. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's actually right up the side, right up it's the street on the, from South off, Side. It's like yeah, they got great lamb chops. No, he's not talking about Cheetah. He's not talking yeah. about Cheetah. I no. think he's right. Think no, they got the lamb chops. Cheetah's definitely playing Nickelback. It's the uh, I swear it's the other one up this up the street from Jermaine's. No, 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 no. He's right. It, it, it's it's Cheetah. Cheetah's? It's yeah. Cheetah. Yeah. No, 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 yeah, they got, they got the lamb chops. Jesus isn't playing Nickelback anymore. Yes, they are. I went, I've been there like three times in the last... When I went there, they were playing some yes. fucking Nickelback. When I went, when I went to Cheetah, they were definitely By the way, playing rock Nickelback music. Canadian? Yeah. When's yeah. that happening, boys? When are we going to do the little fucking collab, huh? Uh, are they still out? That's a wild man. That's a big song. Was that y'all shit? Nickelback, Nickelback. <laughs> Yo, Nickelback. People hated Nickelback, but I was like, Nickelback kind of secretly have a couple bangers. They got a few. Spider Man soundtrack. The Spider Man soundtrack I liked. Yeah, Hero. Hero track I liked. Yeah, their music is uh, better than Creed's, I'll tell you that. <laughs> is, is it? No, I thought that. I Creed. thought people. I thought, oh, no. Creed's music was atrocious. Oh, wow. People, people always shit on Nickelback like they're the. They're the. Lesser Creed is what I always thought people thought. But I'm trying to figure out a word that not get creed? me canceled. That they're the somethingest band in the world, right? But they're not. But what's creed the, is. No, wait, what, what's the something? Well, come on, just give it. What's the word, man? Somethingest. You know. What is, no, I don't. They're the in the world. Oh, uh, <laughs> wow. We're just going to bleep that, that out. <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like, it's like, it's like Nickelback is like the... But all these bands, aren't they just kind of like... The flow rider of like rock very music, influenced right? Very influenced by saying pop. Jam? It's poppy. It's poppy, right, yeah. That's but, okay, poppy. But like Linkin Park was poppy, you know, like... Yeah, mm, I guess. But not... But I like Linkin Park. Yeah, shout out to Linkin Creed's from Canada. Or not Creed, uh, you know, Nickelback's from Canada. So those y'all, those you know, y'all got to fucking stick together, man. Yeah, yeah. That'd be kind of crazy shout if y'all did a record with Creed. It might sound terrible. Wait, Creed's Canadian? You mean Nickelback? I keep saying Creed. Nickelback, right? I'm confusing my Caucasians. <laughs> I'm confusing my shitty rock bands, guys. <laughs> Jesus. That's funny. Here we are. Uh, so do we have any idea when the project will be dropping? In the next couple of months. And then, so soon? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, how how fun was the uh, 
the little photo shoot y'all that with the with the you know you were for the single oh, oh that was in we had to do that a couple times just to make it look that way but um no it's dope the 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 models all all um got into character nice how'd you get into character for it i put on a silk shirt do you wear those like normally yeah, yeah. uncomfortable no silk uncomfortable like if it's hot i'm from arizona so it doesn't like stick silk to you breeze. no just it's, it's the breathiest uh, flowiest see, i don't know i've never it's worn like a silk. when you're shaped like me i'm shaped like a bag of potatoes <laughs> i can't wear a fucking silk shirt you said you're in the gym now you listen to i am i've been working out i've been working out oh, silk is but on i the still way. i still i still so, still got the dad bod and silk. plus what do i look like in a silk shirt bro that's like, seriously. why you look like what miami you just gotta get a boat get a fucking pair of shorts some fresh white air forces silk shorts that's silk Scott shorts. Storch used to do that all the time. Come on, man. <laughs> you don't would, do that to me. What kind of <laughs> Everyone says I look like Scott Storch's little brother. There you uh, go. This is the thing. Did Scott you say that Flame. on purpose? Scott Flame. No. Don't do that to me, bro. <laughs> Scott's a great guy. Kev Storch? Have you met Scott Storch? One time in my Great life. guy. Chain Super smoker. Nice guy. Great guy. Great guy. Very talented. Yeah, you're like- he's like, uh, I would say he's. Where would you guys put him all time? Top 15? Who? Scott, Scott Storch. Um, uh, as a producer? Yeah. 15. Rap? You sing rap or are you saying? I'm saying rap, yeah, because if you go all raw, obviously. You know what? Because of how high Dre is going to be and people don't realize how much, much he so is. Keys, yeah. Especially era, 2001, yeah. Then I think you got to put him not. I think he could get top 15. Yeah. Not far. I, think so. I don't think that's. I think people just forget stretch. how much he did. Yeah. Who's your, who's your like top five producers hip hop all time? Wow. Top five. Yay, Timberland, Neptunes, mm. Primo, Just Bla- There's too many. Just Blaze. Just Blazes. Um, so you don't have Dre in there, and you don't have Jermaine Dupri. I get it. Fuck him, right? He's just doing your whole too, album. Not as there's too many. Yeah, because Jermaine is now, like so much bigger than just hip hop. I agree. I agree. So it's Timberland, but I, I yeah. actually feel like I actually feel like Timberland. If you think about the range. I don't know if anyone's fucking with Timbaland. Now, my personal favorite ever is Just Blaze. Like, he's my personal favorite. I know he's not the best, but he's my personal number mm-hmm. one. But Timbaland to me is like the range. If you think about like Justin oh, Timberlake, his range is his range is the to crazy. the Aaliyah shit. To Tim was my favorite. Was my favorite producer. And I actually just met him for the first time, maybe like three yeah, weeks ago with Jermaine. There was like a Bubba Sparks album called Deliverance. Those beats are wild. That's crazy. Those beats are crazy. No, Tim's a, and no one talks about that album. No. I'm like, y'all understand this it's, motherfucker did a whole country rap album that was like flawless? <laughs> I haven't heard that album. Deliverance is crazy. Don't listen to the, the first album is like the one with Ugly, which is a great record, but the second one is, is the one. Was sampling all kinds of like folk country and shit. Yeah. Yeah, Timbaland's that guy, man. I'll check it out. So we're getting an album in the next couple months. Yeah. Uh, video's sense. dope. Uh, I saw that uh, Joe Budden was a little critical of this record. He's a fan of you guys, obviously, but uh, was that just coming with having Maul in the video? I mean, I think, I Maul, think def- definitely Maul played a part in yeah. that. I think we knew once Maul was in the video. I mean, it's crazy because I, um, I, I wasn't thinking about it at all, and then I, it hit me. I was like, oh, you know what? Joe might, Joe's going to probably have something to say about it. Because he said you guys talk, right? You and Joe? I, we, you know, we DM him right, right. here and there. He's we an R and B fan. Yeah, like he, he talks about R and B a lot. Yeah, he, he, you know, he's he's good for saying a lot of real things, but mm-hmm. he's also good for just kind of just saying things sometimes. So mm. it is what it is. You know, he's he. I think he said we dropped an album in 2016, then another one in 2019, 
And so we don't drop enough for him. And I was like, that is not our album <laughs> history at all. That's not accurate at all. But shout out to Joe. You know, whatever it is, what it is. He cool. just can't. He's just not the division Wikipedia he thinks he is. Yeah, and, and sometimes he's just wrong on records. Wrong, mm. great records. Like, this one's already proven that. He's went out and, you know, he said what he said. And, then, you know, I think the same, maybe like a few days later, we heard most number one added song to Urban Radio. You know, so you're wrong. <laughs> I think it's like I think I watched that clip um, and I think I think he's probably like it, it's kind of like uh, if you're like a really big fan of like an underground rapper. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they put out like a, a song with Drake or some crazy and you're yeah. just like. You didn't have to, you know what I mean? I feel like that that was more his perspective. I don't agree with it because I love this fucking song. I think the song is great. But I think that like, I, if, I, I feel like, you know, everybody who most fans who are with you from the beginning, when you have that first real big splash, yeah. they're kind of like, hmm, you know what I mean? So yeah. maybe he was just speaking from that perspective. Maybe, you know, I, and one thing about this song that I, I have noticed, whether it's, you know, a critic or just like a, a casual listener, a fan even is, it's it sticks with you in a way that's different. So I think that even if on first listen you don't want to like it, right? On second listen you realize that you kind of do, but you might not want to say it. Even if you don't like it, it's going to be in your fucking it just head. Hits, head. You thing. can't get it out of yeah. your head. So it's just it's just that kind of song, which is cool. Would you guys do a remix to this record? Yeah. If the if the right idea came to mind, for sure, why not? Yeah, I feel like when a record gets this big, it's like a, a, people are going to remix it themselves. Yeah, that's we've already so you'd, you'd almost rather. Yeah, have like control the remix. Control of one. Um, yeah, we've seen some girls start to make their clap backs, which I think is crazy. I think it's amazing. I haven't seen any of these. Any good ones? It's, a, it's amazing. There's some yeah, pretty yeah, decent yeah. ones. Shout yeah. out to Baby Tate. Baby um, Tate, who's uh, yeah. label mate. Yeah. Oh, is she a label mate? She's out, she, okay. There you go. So um, no, she hers was hers was fire. Um, but a, you know, a, a bag of girls have started to to do it. And is a bag of girls a group like a rap group? No, 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 no. A bunch of women. Oh, I see. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's what it's interesting name for a group in 2020. No, a bunch a bunch of girls have done it and what I think is very interesting and what I think we knew was going to happen too besides this song bringing this conversation about relationship and mm -hmm. setting up the story of the album blah blah blah. Um it's going to show some some sides of people. It's showing a lot of double standards in men. Mm -hmm. It's showing a lot of even hypocrisy though sometimes with women because these women are now making super over the top toxic clapbacks right and girls are now cheering it on like yes bitch talk that shit you know and they're, they're they're happy about it now they I, have, I so, love this they have so many of those i love this women have so many of so those many. so many what do you mean Not we can stop. so many <laughs> insert rbs insert keisha Cole's discography here insert everything we've been you heard. have enough summer walker yeah, jesus summer Christ. walker scissor everybody going you know, and shout out to all of them because we, of course love they're, them great, all. they're great records but you know i'm just glad that you know we got we, we you got know, one we haven't had, I feel like we haven't had some shit like this since, like, since Confessions. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. If you guys, uh, was Confessions toxic? When it came it wasn't toxic, but it was definitely like, oh, wow, he's like rapping about like cheating and like fucking up a relationship. And mm -hmm. like, so why don't people take this the same way? I think it's a little more blatant. And we're in fucking. It's an anthem. It's an anthem. It's very anthem like. So like you said, you guys did the like male, like, chant. like everyone's <laughs> chanting. And let's be honest. It's 2022. 
Motherfuckers are pussy out here. Ooh. <laughs> I like that. Wow. Nobody's used to men that. talking like that shit on records, especially R and B. They're like, oh my, it's yeah, ruffle feathers. Yeah, it's ruffle feathers. You guys might fuck around. I got canceled in a few like group chats. You know what I'm saying? You don't know <laughs> for sure. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Group chats. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I, it, it worked because the, the shock is you know it's starting to wear off and people are like, but I like the song. Well, there it is. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between, like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yup, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly. How much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 